to Bottled Soccer Talk number 21. And uh, it just so happens that Mr. Henry here is wearing a Spain shirt of number 21. Yes, sir. Honoring the great and powerful. The wizard. Mago. Yeah. Uh, David Silva. David Silva. El Chino Silva. Some people know him. Uh, one of my favorite players for obvious reasons. Honestly, I, I truthfully, he brought it up. But I just wore this jersey just because Spain was playing today. And I was like, you know, my favorite player, one of them. And it just happens to be our 21st episode, which is uh, another great number. You know, I can't wait to get started. And he had a great week. Spain had a decent week so far. Uh, what did you make of the match weekend? Was there anything that really caught your eye? Yeah, man, there was actually a couple of pretty good matches. Yeah, I guess we can get into it. Uh, um, yeah, it, I, I just hate that, you know, we're, we come off a pretty good match week in, in the leagues, the two main leagues that we cover, and, uh, you know, all to be interrupted by the inter, the upcoming, well, ongoing uh, international break. Um, but, yeah, let's just start off uh, from... Um, from Friday's matches, and then we, we can work our way up and then give our opinions as we usually do. Yes, sir. Two guys, two mics, and two pints. Although this week we're substituting the, the pints uh, on my behalf. For I'm not going to get into it. But, uh, <laughs> Why not, just, man? Well, I'm, I'm well, sure Hazard I'm, could take notes. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, I'm, uh, uh, I'm indulging, just not... Uh, not as much, huh? Not, not like I did last week. I plan to, but he has uh, more mental strength than me, so... We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you're a strong guy. Nah. Yeah. Well, in some 21 ways. episodes, man, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that takes some endurance, huh? Yeah. All right. Um, so uh, let's get into it. Um, match week eight? I believe is so. It, is, it, is it match week eight? Uh, let's just, yeah, match week eight uh, for most, te- most, for most teams. For most teams, yeah. And uh, um, Friday, it started off with Brighton and Burnley. Fuck, uh, we predicted that one. Yeah. We predicted a draw. Just, uh, I'm kind of concerned that Brighton, as good as they play sometimes, they're going to get relegated. Because <laughs> they only have six points off of eight games. You know, they, like we said last week, they're just, they play okay, but just don't pull off the results. And in the end, that's all that's going to matter, you know. Right. So, uh, I didn't really watch that one. It's not one of those ones that's interesting to me. Uh, I'm sure it fancies someone. It tickles someone's fancy. Whoever's a fan of either team, that's the only thing I could really think of because yeah. I wouldn't look forward to that match personally. <laughs> I don't even look forward to playing these teams at times because I like a competitive match. It's just going to be a shit house. Yeah, and it was yeah. it was the goose eggs, and yeah. you kind of hate to see it. Zero, zero draw. Yeah. Um, moving on, um, Southampton. Uh, they beat Newcastle. You know, are, are Southampton the goods? I think zero, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and not even uh, Danny Ings scored. Nah, nah. It's uh, when when he's not scoring, it seems like Che Adams is, or if it's not Che Adams, it's uh, James Ward Prowse, and they they've shown that they have a lot of weapons, some that are relatively unknown still. My, one of my favorite players that hasn't really showcased yet because he's still young is Musa Gineppo. Uh He's he's a great trickster. Um, probably like a Maximine level of trickster. And uh, but you know just sticking on Southampton, I, I can see them going really far, and if they keep it up, maybe even snagging a Europa a Europa League spot. As crazy as that might sound to some. Yeah, they were in first place for I, th- I think just a day. Yeah. Um, but and their Twitter account urged us to uh, stop the count. That, that was pretty <laughs> stop funny. The count. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I guess we should have mentioned that. Uh, yeah, we can talk about that in the end. It doesn't matter. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Some um, pretty but, big news, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Southampton, man, uh, they look good. They started off, I think we talked about it, or I did anyway, overreacting and saying that maybe they, they're, you know, going to be battling for relegation if they continue their form, which is tough to do, admittedly, and uh, it's relatively still early. I hate saying that it's still early because we're eight, um, eight, eight uh, weeks in. That's two months. Yeah, it's it's tough to to just say that they're still starting off when it's probably a quarter of the way through. Not not quite a quarter yet, but yeah. No, I think for me, as soon as November started, I started to cut cut off that excuse. That I think excuse, right? Yeah, by exactly. now, it's it's time. Yeah, yeah. You gotta exactly. show You gotta get your shit together. Yeah. Although you know, it's still a shortened um, off season, so there, there's been some in- injury issues that we'll get into later. Yeah. Southampton, though, you know, I. I actually think uh, Ward Prowse is their best player. Ooh, he's yeah. he's definitely good. He's up there. He's I for think, me. He's like neck and neck with with Danny Ings, and I only say that because Danny Ings has done it for longer, been okay, more consistent. But yeah, James James Ward Prowse, what he's able to do in the midfield showcases more more skill. If if you know the game and if you're able to notice, because everybody loves Danny Ings because he's going to score uh, yeah. a plethora of goals, but. James James Ward Prowse is who really creates that at times. So yeah, you can make a case for that too. Sure, totally. Sure, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, Southampton wins. They went to the top for a bit. They're they're sitting at uh, uh, sixteen points right now, Shit. looking pretty good. They're at a plus four goal differential. Yeah. So they're they're scoring um, a lot better than they did when when the season started, which yeah. is good. They they had an uphill. Uh, they they were uphill to climb up to that. So hey man, that's. That makes the league a lot more competitive and a lot more interesting this this time around. Certainly, yeah. Uh, next game going was uh, it was interesting. Uh, Everton versus United. Mm-hmm. Um, Everton didn't play horribly, and but United played like they actually wanted to win. They they had this energy <laughs> that that you haven't really seen this season, and uh, it's like one of those American things where. Like oh they they had more will and stuff like that but they really just truthfully that's what yeah, it was they got up by their bootstraps you know and <laughs> they they did they did the goods and what what impressed me most I thought you were about to go on an Alexi Lalas rant no 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 I I could though but not not right now because I actually do want to give credit uh, to Everton for striking first which was nice but what was more impressive was watching a United clap back which a lot of times you go down one nil in the Prem. It's one of the toughest score lines because some teams drop back. Everton didn't. Everton's not one of those teams, right? They're not. Now. They're not. But I expected them to because Ancelotti has proven to also be a. He's he's good going forward, but he's also a, a great tactician. So I thought he was going to fall. He's going to play with the score line a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Es- especially considering the score line is so is in a lot of ways uh, you can use that as your defense. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, some clubs are really yeah. good at doing that. And mm-hmm. and I thought that was going to happen, but you know, credit to Bruno picking up two goals in you, pretty quick succession. You, you know the one thing that yeah. I just realized about United, what they've been doing and you know, that they're not stopping a lot of goals. Uh at least not the defense, but they're pretty good about scoring right away after they get scored on. They have a quick response initially anyway, yeah. you know, like against Tottenham they, I think they tied it right away, yeah. if I remember correctly. They did. And I'm sure there's been other instances. So they're not terrible in terms of getting to score. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of times comes down to attitude. And um, I have on, no... Yeah, go sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I have no problem with them going forward. It's just I'm so used to them making the... Uh, 
the defensive mistakes at times. So they'll allow three goals easily, and they didn't do that, and I was surprised. Even though I I did predict them to win, because that's United. The the moment you expect them to lose, they don't lose, and then you expect them to win, and then they win. So I just I kind of just figured... And they were due for a big game, but you also expected that from Everton, who've been on a downhill slope really lately, and it's kind of worrying. They started, they looked like they were going to just... I don't want to say march their way to the to the top and stay there, mm-hmm. but they looked good. The midfield was great. Hamas was playing out of his mind. Um, Calvert Lewin was banging him in. Yeah, and and he still sort of is. This was the, I think the first game, and he still got an assist this game. Yeah, yeah. So that, that he didn't score. So you know, I don't expect them to lose the next one, but it's got to be some concern because that's three in a row and. The fourth game was a tie, which really should have been a loss, in my opinion. Anyway, yeah. Um, so, so um, <laughs> yeah, Everton they, they're 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 weird. The one thing about United is uh, Pogba didn't start, which is always going to be sort of controversial. Like yeah. lately, not not so much so. When we, when it first started to happen, certainly, yeah. But I have noticed that when United have Mata on, mm-hmm. he brings like this sort of like urgency and this sort of like um, relief because he's very technical. Yeah. He's he's very good at distributing the ball in that in that um, He doesn't turn it over much. That third so. and fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. He's he's very good on the ball mm-hmm. and he's he's a really good creator. Yeah. And uh, I feel like like you know, he's been when he plays their their tempo and their attitude are much better. Um Bruno Fernandez, man. He's what a player, huh? Yeah, he's good. He's he's <laughs> solid. I, I I rate him. I rate him. I yeah. mean, I clown him, but he's a rival. But you know, he's he's class, and and he shows it that lately he's actually been picking up a lot of goals, not from penalty yeah. and uh, you know variety of goals. And uh, what I really like about him is uh, once he's around the top of the box, he he's always really well uh, does really well at incorporating himself, getting a shot off. Yeah. He's never been shy to shoot, and this was probably uh, maybe his best game of the season so far. I would say. Yeah, I mean, the, I th- I think the mixture with him and, and Mata was actually not that bad. Yeah, that's something that that Ali, um, who's still at the wheel, it might might look into and maybe have him have that carry him through the season. Yeah. I don't know. There there was a a moment, uh, just digressing a little bit. There was a moment where where uh, I think it was a some kind of set piece, either a corner or free kick, and. Uh, the ball kind of goes upwards, and Harry Maguire, Harry Maguire is right in the midst of things, and uh, he heads it out, and or something like. That. Oh no! It bounces off his knee. He tries to knee it, mm-hmm. and uh, Coleman, Seamus Coleman, and Jordan Pickford, mm-hmm. like straight up just judo kick him in the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Taekwondo just both just have a slice at him. Probably should have oh. been a penalty. Yeah. What kind of plot armor is? Uh, is Jordan Pickford wearing man? Because nah, he, yeah. he's not really getting these calls, man. He's <laughs> he's kind of dirty. He is, he and he's is. at risk of getting dropped. Right? They, there's a lot of talk about him not being not performing all that great. Yeah, but it's I, number one. Yeah, I don't know if it's down to him, but he's he's that kind of goalie who will risk it all. Ederson's like that at times. Like he'll a little reckless. Reckless is the word. And yeah. um, in that moment, I honestly think they were trying to clear the ball, but. Maguire was there. And it's a foul. Yeah, it's a foul. Honestly, could have been called, and it wasn't. I was kind of surprised, but yeah, you move forward, and they still got the dub, so it wouldn't have had a great bearing on yeah. the game. But yeah, not Co- bad. Cavani finally gets on the board. His after, debut. Yeah, I think three or four games. It's so crazy, right? Like seeing him score. Uh, such a great player historically, and 
I don't know. Part of me, even though I don't root for United, want I want to see him have a good season. Yeah, he's always been like one of those guys that you sort of like. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You don't really have anything against. You, you see, he tries really hard every game, and yeah. uh, he's a trip too, man. Like just seeing him in in United uniform still yeah, hasn't it's, really it's fully sunk in. Doesn't yeah, that I'm doesn't so used really to, quite. Yeah, I'm so used to seeing him at PSG, Napoli, like. You admire him from afar in terms of the Prem and seeing him in the Prem now is amazing. And yeah, it's cool. I wish he would have um, came sooner. Yeah. yeah, one last bit, and we kind of touched on this about this match is uh, I think this match say gives uh, gives Solskjaer another, I don't know, 10 games or so. Come on, Oli. <laughs> yeah. Um, and part of me wanted United to lose so we can start really debating whether Oli should, should um, be sacked. Uh, I'm still of the opinion. I don't think this really does much for uh, for United in terms of uh, Oli's job security. But you know, right. it, it gives it gives the board and the players. The players look like they actually were working for him to to that credit. So yeah, you know, can't really shit on him too much. But I think if you want to sack him, sack him. But I don't think now is the time. I would I would wait the whole season personally. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, at this point, you're already eight eight weeks in. Uh, you're eight weeks in, and and I feel like in reality, if you sack him now, it'll do more harm than good because you're bringing a whole new system. System, and you have a, a manager who's going to have to teach that and deal with egos. That's all stuff you want to take care of in the summer or whenever off season is. Now, I I really don't know, but yeah, yeah, man. Um, I, I I get what you're saying though, but. If Ali were to leave, it should have been last summer, or if not, just wait wait till next summer. Um, I, I just don't don't think he's uh, quite up for it. The players seem to like him for the most part. Uh, yeah, because he's probably not hard on them. He's not a hard ass. Yeah, <laughs> he's like that cool teacher you had that you know fourth period. Oh, he's cool, bro. Like he doesn't mind if you have your phone out or whatever the case is, <laughs> and like that's that's Ali, you know. Whereas like you have a manager like Pep and, and Klopp, like. They're walking down each aisle, making sure you're working on your craft, and and, and they'll call you out on it. Mourinho's and, another guy too, and you know, learn it. <laughs> you learn it, or if you don't, then you know. Now, what kind of teacher does Pogba need? Oh man, you know, and and this is, I think Pogba needs to be expelled from the prem and just go somewhere else. Uh, you know, when you do so bad in school, you get suspended so many times that you get expelled out of the school district. He needs to go. <laughs> that to, never happened to me, man. Not, you want something you want to share? No, no. <laughs> well, to be fair, no, nah, just kidding. I, I'm just saying I, I don't know if, if England is the league for him, man. It doesn't give him – I feel like it doesn't give him enough time to create the way he likes to create in a high-press league and the way he likes to play. He turns the ball over way too much for the amount of money that was paid for him. I think for him it's just uh, – for best for United and best for him is to go somewhere else. Mm. Uh, but you know, some people might have a different opinion. I've always been of the opinion that he he kind of kind of is a front runner. Same with Griezmann. Like he does well on a team that will work for him. He's not going to work for the team to become a world like world beaters. Sure. And yeah. you you see him in France. He's like a completely different player. And um, yeah, man, no coincidence that Mata coming in and pairing well with Bruno looked better than what we usually get from Pogba. Yeah. He, he's not that good in tight spaces. Like. Uh, that's my opinion, but you know, we'll see. But he's flashy. He's flashy. <laughs> has uh, he's swaggy. Has cool haircuts. Probably one of the most marketable players in the league. But that that does, that means fuck all when you want to you have aspirations of winning the league or winning some trophies. That's that's secondary. And yeah, man, that's that's my opinion on that. But for in my case, 
United keep him until his contract is out. <laughs> actually, give him an extension. Let's just do that, you know, as a as a rival. But speaking on the best of United, I don't know if he's the guy, man. Yeah, and it's slowly slowly becoming a, a little more palatable to to accept that, you know. Um, moving on, because he is a great player. But moving on, uh, mm-hmm. Crystal Palace dumps four on uh, Leeds. Leeds, 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 Leeds. You know, I think the turning point was. Um, I don't know if I don't know if Crystal Palace was two to two or or if it was like still one to zero or something like that where uh, Patrick Bamford tied it because they were down early and then Patrick Bamford gets uh, just into this really tight space and they feed him the ball and he's able to finish. Mm. Uh, they called the goal offside and uh, I think I think it was because his arm was. <laughs> He was swinging his arm forward. He was pointing where he wanted the ball, mm-hmm. and uh, and they called that offside. Which he his feet were totally in onside. Yeah. Um. How do you? Well, what's your opinion on on, on that? I I've never oh. been a fan of that man. Uh, the the offsides where they're calling a a, a a limb being offside or fingers or hands. I've never been. I'm not I'm not keen on that because you can't play the ball and with with your hands right and a lot of times when you're running you use your momentum to kind of dip forward not meaning you're gonna play the ball with with that you're most likely gonna play the ball with your feet and I think it should be judged by where the feet are at yeah. S- similarly like when you're playing uh, American football like NFL you catch a pass as long as your feet are in the bounds it's it, the, the catch is good same thing like whatever touching the ground exactly yeah. I think that's where it should be marked not uh, Whatever Especially when you're pointing, out. like that's that's not giving you an advantage. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly. So that's the point of the offside rule is that you're not getting an advantage due to your positioning. Right. Your right. arm. I mean, say you're Dalsim from from uh, from Street Fighter, right? You know, how he can stretch his limbs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you can do it halfway field, that's not really an advantage. Um, right. And it's not a legal a, a limb to use. Exactly. Uh, so that's that one's that one was a tough one, and I, I feel like that was the the turning point because. I want to say they were two to one or something like that. Yeah, in the first half. Yeah, that's something to that extent. It was yeah, it was two one. Um, I want to say Easy's free kick goal was proper. One of my favorite players from Palace, the young young guy, who if he plays his cards right, maybe you know can get an England call up. That's still a big if, but you know right now the the depth pool with the young guys are it's really deep. You, know, you got Grealish, Foden, but I'd prefer this cat over, over Mal straight up. But people don't see it the same way. Managers don't see it the same way. They have kind of preferences. Sure. But yeah, just wanted to talk about that. Easy was had played a hell of a game. We don't we don't want to turn into a race thing, right? No, no, not at all. But <laughs> we'd be foolish to act like it doesn't exist. Um, at least in my opinion. But uh, Leeds, you know, it's a bit worrying now. Uh, I'm sure they'll, they'll be patient with Bielsa because he's been patient with them, and and he led them to the prime. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my point. It's like you gotta trust the system, and um, I still think that they're a solid team. Honestly, they just get unlucky sometimes well, to not score. They're suffering from the uh, the Brighton that Brighton syndrome. Uh, yeah, you play great, yet the result doesn't doesn't necessarily come. Yeah, albeit they they're doing it a little bit more often. They're they're getting results more, but um, yeah, they're they're unlucky. This whole thing with uh with Bamford, I think, really turned it around. Bam, because they are. I feel like they were the better team. Yeah, a lot of times they are, and they don't get like you said, they don't get the result, and that's that could be down to the style that they play too. Um, 
you know, Palace is more of a counter-attacking side. Leeds is full possession, high press, very similar to how City and Liverpool play. Whereas, uh, you know, Crystal Palace is your just textbook prem side that packs tight, defends hard, pings up long balls, and they have players, they have speed to, to you know, work with that. Uh, you know, tough on leads, but I'm, I still have them staying in the prem, but they're hitting a rough patch right now for sure. Yeah. Reality's hitting them. Like, sheesh, this ain't the championship, my boy. <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah, of course. Of course not. There's levels, isn't it? Yes, sir. Uh, moving on, uh, Chelsea. Uh, well, we were, we were talking about front runners earlier, right, with Pogba? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chelsea versus Sheffield United. Whoa. They're not front runners, man. When things are good, they're good. And <laughs> when they're bad, they're, they're bad, bad. Uh, Chelsea went up first, and, uh, well, actually... Oh, uh, Sheffield did. And it was a... Uh, I, I, honestly, I thought it, things were going to go so bad. Mm. David McGoldrick, the, the the dude who was, like, one of their few goal scorers last season. Yeah. Um, yeah, he got his goal. Um, I think it was a header, if I'm not mistaken. A set piece got caught out, you know, lacking. And then Tammy Abrams scored not too long after. Um, and I really liked Thiago Silva getting his, his debut goal. That was pretty cool. He felt uh, it pretty good. Yeah, and that was another instance of, like... Well, when I was talking about Cavani, like seeing Thiago Silva in the Prem, it's know, weird. It's yeah. just still weird, but it's cool to see him score. You know, um, that was dope. And uh, my boy Timo Werner, just just not enough Speaking things to say, isn't front it? Runner, what, what do you mean? That was uh, pro- proper striker in his first season in England. Um, I gotta say, he's doing all right. Doing he's, all right. He's, okay, he's he's not doing all right. <laughs> I, I don't want to give him that credit just yet. I don't think he's Sheesh. he's do- doing all that great at, at Chelsea. I mean, he. I, to be fair, he hasn't had the full capacity of what the team can bring him yet. Well, individually, he hasn't really shown it either. No, don't His give goals me are circumstantial. that. Ah, I mean, from what I've seen in both champions or uh, not champions, uh, I think it's Europa. No, where they're at. So Chelsea's on a pretty good streak right now. Yeah. Um, but they're they're let's face it, they're facing pre- pretty weak opposition. They couldn't score against United. Hey, man, every team in the Prem is, is a factory. Let's not forget that. You know what I mean? Um, uh, out of their last games, let's see. What's, what uh, what teams are in the top half? Not even United, and they couldn't score against them. Uh, Southampton at, at the time were pretty bad. Um, they beat Burnley. They beat Palace. What what? places palace in okay fair enough they're in eighth place now but at that point i don't think they were that high either mm-hmm. um i don't know man I, there's just something about chelsea that's not convincing me the only the only thing that doesn't convince me is their manager but the fact that they can still play well with those with his tactics i should say and without having the fully strengthened team that we know they can have I don't know, man. I, I, I like them. I like. I, I feel like he relies a whole lot on individual talent. Yeah, no, yeah. They, they have a talented team. And, and that's, and that's there's, what's taking And there's something, there, there's something to be said about that on a team. You, you, let, you just let them do their thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's the, there's, there's moments where the club, where the, the way they're playing is yeah. 
Well, let's be it clear. It doesn't make sense. They're, they're not going to win a title with that kind of football they're playing. Absolutely not. But they're, gonna, they're definitely going to get top four if they play like that. And I think they have the capacity of it. But, yeah, certainly if we're, we're these, this team isn't nowhere near what Liverpool and City and maybe even Tottenham are at. There's, those are tacticians that are coaching that team. Not to shit on Lampard, but I don't think he has the, the facilities for that yet. He hasn't shown us. I don't even know what identity they have yet, to be honest. But, um, I mean, solid result nonetheless. I know Sheffield is, they're not exactly world beaters. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, I look forward to watching this team. Uh, really? Yeah, man. They're dude, not an interesting team to me. I like it because they're constantly dropping four, three, five sometimes goals. You know, it's just like they're On a, the a fun attacking team. Yeah, but you know they tied with West Brom and they tied with Southampton. Pero son golazos, tío. Si son their their goals day with class. You know, you see the way uh, Timo Werner just wraps his foot around the ball, and you see the way he drops his knee and gets the, you know, <laughs> you know that's my American broadcaster impression. But no, honestly, they have so much class in the. I love how they dumb it down. That's so. why I like watching them. But yeah, yeah they do Insulting. dumb it down. Yeah, um, but anyways, I don't know if you have any more two cents. I, on, yeah, I, the you less could do without speak him. about Chelsea, the better. Oh, it's not even like a hater thing. It's just <laughs> they be fooling us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say it again because I feel like I'm I'm burning that one out. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, Russ, who's on the trading block. Uh, <laughs> fucking hell. Um, but yeah, the next the next game, the most memorable part of this game was actually our bottler of the week. Yeah. But, oh my god. And West Ham again, like that's another team that's like you're not you're you're getting results, right? But they're just uh uh how, how do we say in Mexico? The <laughs> panzazo. Yeah, like they're, they're just, just tripping just, into the goal. Yeah, they yeah, they exactly. barely scored in the ninetieth. They, they scored in the ninetieth, and then in the end, Fulham gets a penalty shout right. Yep, and this kid Lookman, who's our uh, bottler of the week, easily the bottler of the week. (laughs) Oh yeah, ninety eighth minute. Yeah, so this is the end of the match. This is the last fucking play of of the to salvage some big a big point for Fulham. Oh, a big point and to take three away from or two away from West Ham. And this is a London derby, albeit too. On top of that, yeah. Um, the whole world's watching. And what does he do? He (laughs) he tries to panenka, and this is like the dinkiest little shittiest. Panenka. <laughs> oh, that was so bad, dude. I think... <laughs> Fucking hell, man. I could do better, man. Truthfully, oh, oh, I've man. done it with the I, I think before. most people are doing it. Anyone <laughs> that's touched the ball is going to do better. You don't... You don't have... Look, Panenka... Uh, Panenka dude. is like... Um, it's rubbing salt in the wound. Yeah, it's so like it, something you do to shit on the opponent. Yeah, yeah, for those who don't know what a Panenka is, it's when you chip the ball into the net right. on a penalty <laughs> shot. Um, and it's supposed to be the biggest insult, you know... So that's gonna that's showboating. That's when you're already up. That's when you're you're, you're showing trying, that you're yeah. the shit. You're taking this the piss. This is not what yeah. you do when it's. I believe it was raining as well. It was raining. It was like it was just your. It was your Nike advert. You know, like yeah. last moment of the game, buzzer beater. Exactly. And, exactly. And this yeah. guy decides. Yeah, and he decides <laughs> to to Panenka the 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 game tying penalty. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, you don't do that. You don't. You nah. don't do that. Nah. You what you do is you hit it into the right corner and call it a day. Whether the the keeper saves it or not, they're that's not gonna, it. But you're not yeah. fucking around. Yeah. You, you can't fuck around on a shot like that, and that's what he did. You can't get cute. Yeah, it's crazy. Especially when when you've fucking lost every single match. Fucking hell. 
Oh, they won one. But oh, still. Man. They, 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 I just know the fans were livid for sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, and, and deservedly so. You can't spare him on that. You can't chalk that up to youth. You don't do that. Yeah. He's, but I don't it, even think he's all that young. <laughs> to be fair, if he makes it, though, we're, we're like, oh, he's a savage. No, no. no. Oh, no maybe, I, maybe I still, just I me. wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm like, that was dumb. That's a bad shot. That's a bad shot. I, I feel you, man. As somebody who likes to swag out, I, I get him. But, man, you got to be somebody to do you, that you, first. Oh, you got to be in the lead. Like, say, not last second. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's tough, That's bro. the thing. Adra, yeah, man. You don't do that. Nah, man, that's tough. Yeah. Not when the game's on the line. I'm sure he probably won't, won't ever do it again. I'll well, tell you that. Mitrovic is going to be taking the penalties now. Dude, he's actually a good penalty taker. I don't know why he wasn't. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, he's got seniority. He's got experience. He's got that that balcon boot, you know. The, oh, those yeah. fools just, just... They just smash it. Yeah, exactly. And You know, those guys kick rocks. Did you know that? Oh, They really? kick bricks as kids coming mm. up. Uh like, like soft bricks, like Adobe kind of, but yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just kidding, man. They don't. Oh, I, don't, oh, I, don't know I was buying that. Balkans. No, I was like, I could see that. <laughs> yeah, they're they're hard men for sure. Yeah, but. I mean, I've seen like that area's MMA training stuff they do is pretty wild. So that yeah. wouldn't be surprising to me. Yeah, no, the Balkans <laughs> are, are for sure hard men. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, um, moving on, uh, Fulham doesn't get a point. Uh, Relegation gives a uh, West Ham the illusion that they're better than they are. Yeah, the West Ham would be at nine points right now if to, it wasn't for that fuckery. Yeah, well, to be fair, they've, they've strung some good results. Without, exactly. Yeah, but they're not they're not eleven points good. But without Miguel Antonio for a few weeks now, I, weeks I have to now. give him two weeks now. Yeah, I have to give him some respect. But yeah, I mean, they I they, they are getting lucky with the results because they're yeah. like one goal wins and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, but moving on to the next one, or yeah, West Brom versus Tottenham. Um, I, did I watch this one? I don't think I did. It was a boring game. I should have watched it. I watched it, most I of it uh, on replay, and I, honestly, Harry Kane was the only bright spot. And it was all the way at the end. The end. end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is what you want from a team whom who is quote unquote thinking about contending for the title. I don't think they're going to do it, but I mean, it's Spurs, isn't it? What, what's what's contending to you? Uh, you know, just like being mm-hmm. in the conversation, uh, being within the vicinity of the top clubs. Right and now, you don't think, and you don't think they're in the conversation at second place right now? I, I'm Right now, places, they don't mean anything to me. They don't mean, like, it's too early. It's too early. I've seen... But, I've, but we were just talking about how it's it's not you yeah, know, no, that but, early anymore. No, I know, but on the table it is. On the table it is. But in terms of, like, gameplay on the day, you have to be good enough. But I'm saying, like, because you got to imagine these, the points are tallied on the past eight weeks. So that's including week one, week two, week three, week four. They're they're one lucky goal away from being two points above everybody. And you could also say they're one lucky goal from getting this win. Maybe it wasn't lucky, but they you know yeah, they barely lucky. but they barely got it. Like that could have easily sailed over the bar. We're talking about nil nil draw. Good point, yeah. Tottenham. Good point, West Brom. But I'm saying, I don't. I'm saying just based off the history and what I what I've come to expect from Tottenham, I don't think they'll contend. But uh, right now they are contenders, but contenders in in the first eight weeks is nothing, man. Like, I, I remember times where, like, uh, let's see, what was the team that was leading at one point? Well, reason? Norwich last season. Yeah, Norwich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good example. But, like, I think it's too early to call them that. But this was a lucky, re- not a lucky result, but a fortunate result for them. It could have been a lot sure, worse. Sure, sure. And, uh, yeah, For- I mean, Fortunate would be a synonym of 
lucky. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. But I know what you mean. But I know what you're it's, saying. It's lucky yeah. is very. It's, I think fortunate's a better word than lucky. Yeah, because lucky makes it sound like that's all. It's they a have. little. It's a little reductive. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, good. Good on them. I don't know how, how far they're gonna go, but right now they look pretty sharp, and it's. I feel like Harry Kane is the guy. Son too, but Harry Kane has really been just putting the team on his shoulders. You know. Yeah, of course, of course. He's yeah. He's probably gonna get Ballon d'Or if he keeps it up. If if Harry Kane can get to 20 goals, 12, 13 assists, mm-hmm. and they're in title contention. And they make a nice run in the champs. And they make a nice run in champs. I could definitely see him getting Ballon d'Or. Or, sorry, fuck, Europa. Damn. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Well, if they can if they can do well in Europa or even win it, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I, I think Harry Kane gets north of 20 goals this season. Especially since yeah, well, especially and he's their penalty hurt. taker too. Yeah. I mean, not not just you know reducing uh, it, but to they that. haven't scored that many penalties. They haven't gotten that many penalties, have they? Not a whole lot, but they've gotten maybe a few. one or two. I, I just know because I have him on my fantasy, and I remember like, oh yeah, he scored that. Okay, cool. Um, so well, moving on from that game, you know, Tottenham. Uh, yeah. We always talk about this, but these are the games that you got to win, even though they're you know West Brom probably packs the 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 um, the box yeah. the box with nine ten men. Um, those are the games that you expect to win. Mm-hmm. Moving on, Leicester uh, plays uh, Wolves. Yeah, the Foxes versus the Wolves and the <laughs> and the dem- uh, yeah, Penardi strikes again. How many penalties is that? Five or six? Mm, I haven't kept count. So he's, All I can he's tell leading, you is he's leading uh, the Golden Boot race. Damn, I think damn by straight. one by one goal. Yeah, but it doesn't mean anything to me when they're all penalties. But he had that that cheeky back kind of like back heel swipe against City. Okay, out I, of out of how many goals? I don't really. I know, I know penalties, but well, you have to score the penalties for right. sure. We were just shitting on a guy for for trying to be cheeky with it. Fair enough. Yeah, but um, to be impressed by by his his goal tally, I'm, that's not me. Not I today. Mm, yeah, I know, but it's pr- pretty impressive considering because we shit on teams for getting a lot of penalties, like United, Real Madrid. Yeah, it's like oh, you guys always get a blah blah blah, and, you, and, and that's a good way. That's a good argument to reduce their win. Mm-hmm. But when we're hyping up somebody for getting a lot of penalty goals, I think it's you know you can't have it both ways. I know, but when when it comes down to the sole player and having the responsibility of making the the penalty, I saw I saw Kevin De Bruyne miss one this weekend. I saw. Lookman, who I'm not really surprised, but I mean the fact that he's making him constantly and still getting goals in the run of play, and the fact that he's I think he's, he only has one, maybe two goals in, in open play. Yeah, because they have to hack him once he gets in, get once he gets in the box because they're just they're shook. They're shook. I think he hasn't earned any of them. Maybe uh, one. Man, but he's earned the right to take it, and that says a lot from from a big team like Leicester, who's won the prem in this decade. I'll add as well, but I mean, listen. He he got golden boot last year. I I tip him to get it again this year, especially on the fact that he he's always healthy, man. He's always healthy and he's what's sharp. the best ability? Um, my Avail- availability. Yeah. Oh well, that's that's a good ability. That's right. Yeah. But I was gonna say his his uh, speed and his ability to make runs behind defenders is up there with some of the best. Like he's t- he's, he slowed down a bit. Obama Yang as well has slowed down a bit. Yeah, he has too, but... I think uh, Madison is, is really their guy. Madison's nice, but 
I I still think there are better players than him. Like I, I well, yeah, him. yeah, of course, no, bro. yeah, right, yeah. Like I mean, like but he's good from the same country, playing around the same position. I think there's better players than him. Um, like you know, not Mason, a whole lot. Grealish. Gre- oh yeah, I mean Grealish is probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Grealish is gonna Mason Mount. I don't know. I, 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 as far <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, I was gonna say Mason Mount is definitely not better. Uh, but but yeah. we'll get into the Jack Grealish thing because I have I have an opinion on him. Yeah. Well, and then you know, tough result on Wolves. They couldn't generate anything. Good win for Leicester against mm-hmm. a top team. Well, I mean, kind of really a top team because they haven't. They're also one of those teams that aren't getting results. They're not super. Wait, top. what the. F- they're in ninth place. Yeah, but I mean, How the hell? that's not indicative of. I mean, I, I'm saying you know I feel what they like bring on worse the day. than that. I feel like they're oh, not. Really? I feel like they're not ninth place good. Uh, I don't know. I just I think just based off of what they've done last season, they haven't. Yeah, well, they haven't really lived up to the last season or even the season before. Yeah, but I mean, again, you know, it's COVID pandemic. Yeah. I mean, it's early. It's early. I I'm just not Portugal ready. Portugal FC, man. They're they're yeah. not really doing it right right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if you have any parting t- thoughts on that one. Um, well, we could all use some thought. No. Ah, sheesh. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> don't let that one get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, that that's really all I all I really want to say about Leicester and Wolves. Uh, next points. match was our match of the week. If mm-hmm. I'm not, yeah, if I'm not uh, mistaken, a bit disappointed. I'm honest, but um, move on. Well, I think I would say both teams would be disappointed mm-hmm. because the, both teams expect and generally want to win this one. Yeah, um, it was it, a good match for the first sixty minutes or so. Yeah, certainly. like really good, really tight, and then the rain. I think the rain really fucked everything. The up. rain hampered everything. Play, players got tired pretty quickly. It's just you know you're laboring through wet grass, and it's just. It's just tough that way, um, especially for two high pressing teams. Like yeah, exactly, they were exactly, yeah. Um, but the first, the first goal was a uh, as what, you uh, can it was imagine. A penalty. Yeah, it was a penalty. Uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna assume that you don't really think it was. Yeah, I didn't think. Oh no! Well, it could be, it could be a penalty, but I thought it was. Uh, I would have preferred it not be called. And I, the reason why I say that is because. Literally like thirty seconds prior to that, Raheem Sterling was fouled harder outside the box. I don't know about harder. Yeah, it's clearly harder, man. And and who who fouled him? Diogo Jota outside you're the box. You're gonna tell me that you're gonna tell me that Jota's stronger than Kyle Walker? No, no, that's that's not the point. Kyle Walker was wasn't even trying to use his strength to fend off Mane. Mane just he's a bitch. He just felt like a bitch. Mm. Honestly, that's in slow motion. It doesn't look like a hard bump, but in in full speed, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a bump, man. That's a hip. That's a hip check. It's a fifty-fifty. It's side to side. That's not a hip. No, no, that wasn't a fifty-fifty. He had got, he had gotten in front of him and then. Yeah, but I. Or he had come from behind. I'm sorry. I thought the referee was quick to give that, and it didn't warrant it. But whatever, you know, we I, I've come expect this. I've come to expect this from Liverpool. I was just, I was more expecting it from Salah. Really. You know, you know the thing. The thing about Mane, he looks like a strong dude. He seems like a strong dude. Yeah. But he goes down, so it, it looks like it's too easy to, to shrug him off. And uh, I think I said this already as well. <clears throat> I don't think he's having all that great of a season. 
he's not he's not but i i was i was really upset but you know whatever like the penalty happened you live with it and, and i honestly i don't think the penalty that that manchester city got was all that fair either that one was much clearer for me because by the rule of the law if your if your hand is outside of your body and it touches the ball in the box it's a corner i mean a corner sorry it's a penalty um it's clear i don't know clear like, as day like well I, it's really close you know he's making a natural motion. It's not like he's making an, un- an unnatural motion, and and he's actually trying to pull his arm away. It's not like he leaves it there. He he's actively pulling it away. I don't think and he's way, actively pulling it. But I mean, I, they, they, they played in slow motion like twenty times. Yeah, I mean, when you're in the box, the way, keep your hands to your sides or, in, or to your back. You uh, should know better. Again, it's a natural motion, especially the way he's swinging. It's wet, mm-hmm. um, and the way De Bruyne just whips them in. It's. It's tough to, to get your arm out of the way in time. Um, but it's a penalty. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's a penalty. I, having said that, De Bruyne didn't, didn't, didn't capitalize. Didn't capitalize. Yeah, I prefer and that would have been the difference. Yeah, I mean... Well, as, as the score stood at that point. Totally, totally. But at the end of the day, I, I don't care too much for the penalty. Like, Even if we didn't get it, it wouldn't have made a difference on the scoreline. And I'm, I'm just happy that my team was able to score from open play. And I felt that even considering we had a... a you know, a team that's kind of been ridden with injuries. So has Liverpool, but us more attacking-wise. I was actually happy, and, and the goal that Gabriel Jesus has had was, man, it was one of my favorites I've seen from him because he takes the first touch. I feel like it was lucky. Yeah, I, I don't think he meant to do that. I think a lot of people thought that, but anybody who's watched City extensively knows that Gabriel Jesus has a knack for that. He always has. The problem is that n- normally when he gets that touch, then he'll try to do a step over or a shimmy and then miss it. This time... Boom. He gets the touch and immediately goes towards goal, takes a shot. And that's how I know that it wasn't a mistake because he touches it and immediately moves towards where the ball is That's what I was going. about to say. I was like, Dude, you might have a point there, but I still don't think he, he meant to do that. It came out beautifully for him. It could have gone. It definitely could have gone wrong in a lot of yeah. ways, but I feel like I feel that it was his, his intention. They scored the goal. Good. Uh, we had a few more chances. Liverpool had a few chances too, to be fair. Yeah, and, and the... The thing about Liverpool that pisses me off is they handle the ball a little too much yeah. around the box yeah. instead of shooting, or they get into good positions, but they still decide to pass the ball, Yeah, uh, which kind of saved uh, City's, City's ass uh, a couple times as well. Yeah, and you could say you can make that case for us, too. Yeah, uh, uh, I remember De Bruyne had a pretty good, pretty good strike outside the box. Yeah, and then Raheem constantly getting the ball in the box and over-dribbling, as, as I've come to, to know. And I'm really getting fed up with it, personally. Um, Raheem out? Oh, for me, I've been saying since last season. I think he's a he's an awesome player at getting into space. Uh, works honest. He's an honest player. Presses the ball so well. But you need somebody who's going to finish the, the chances, and he's not that guy, and he's proven it time and time again. Sure, he'll, he'll bag a hattie against Bournemouth or... You know teams like that, but when on these bro. yeah these big games is when a big game player comes out. I'll even give Jesus the nod over him. Asani would have sunk that, um, but you know you live with it. Overall, I think both clubs are happy with the point. Uh, uh, you know, it you know obviously each each of them would want the dub, but you know I feel like you live with it and you move on at this point in the season. And I guess one common mantra between both managers, aside from them being just geniuses on and off the pitch uh was that they're both upset that the fact that their players are getting injured and they're not being allowed five subs at the very least yeah it looks like uh trent yeah alexander trent arnold wait yeah trent alexander trent alexander arnold yeah picked up a uh 
a calf injury or calf strain or something. Yeah, lowered calf strain or something. And that's you don't like to see that, man. I don't like to see and, it. And, uh, you know, people... Well, the thing about the Prem is that uh, there's only three subs versus every other league's five subs that, that was going on uh, after the COVID break. Right. Um, and both te- both managers are very vocal about wanting five subs. And then there's a lot of criticism. Well, you only made your sub in the 80th minute. It's like, yeah, I think we're keeping our subs because in case of injuries. Yeah. You know? Yeah, people, I mean, especially journalists don't it's understand easy, It's that. easy to criticize it right. on the outside looking in, but you, you don't understand the mentality. It's like, well, we don't know if if our best player or one of our best players is going to get hurt mm-hmm. due to being worn out, exhausted. Yeah, yeah. And, ah, oh, man, it, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to see so many great players go down. I mean, for so, my team, for yeah. other teams, yeah. in the international breaks we saw it this week, we'll get into that later. Because... Like the way I see it, and even then, the, the five the five sub rule comes with its like little stipulations where you can only you only have three sub breaks. So right. you don't like with normal subs, you get three subs whenever you need to. Right. With with this, you you have to like work your way like maybe two subs here, two subs there, and another yeah. sub there. And five subs, you, you're you're looking at um, your tactical subs that you hold on to, right. and then the other subs that you hold on. For maybe injuries later on, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, um, and people that are against it will say, "Oh, well, that leaves Burnley and Brighton and you know West Brom. These teams who don't have the depth, they're at loss because they don't have the depth to bring on those five subs. So it's kind of like a a benefit to teams like Liverpool, City, maybe Tottenham, Chelsea. Maybe. And and they, that's that's true. But that's, that 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 could be a valid response. It is. Sure. It is. But I still am of belief, especially during this shortened season. Or, you know, I should say short and break, really. I think the players need that, man. Um, and you're also depriving other players on the bench from getting the PT. Because now that if Pep knows he only has three subs, he's not going to be able to bring on Foden. He's not going to be able to bring on Mares. Players who are hungry to play surely. And, and are good enough to change the game. <laughs> right. And and I think that's that's an issue. And if, if the Premier League has any sense, they'll, they'll maybe enter a clause where it's possible now. And I thought Pep had a very brilliant response in the press conference. Um, they asked him, do you believe the Prem will change that rule? And he's like, my friend, it's, it's not going to happen. 20 years ago, Sir Alex Ferguson, Rafa Benitez, and he named a, a few other historic, oh, Wenger, uh, a few other historic managers as well were complaining about this same very rule because no other league plays as many matches as England. They have a lot of domestic tournaments and they play every three days damn near. And uh, if if the Premier Premier League is smart, they'll allow five subs. It's it's good for the league. I think I think even England was the the last league to accept three subs, right? Yeah, yeah. They're they're a strange. It's a little bit of history bunch. for your ass. Yeah, it's uh, strange, but I think it was one sub for a good while. Yeah, <laughs> that's so that's so dumb, huh? I think that was in all of football, but I'm not sure. I couldn't. I, don't quote me on that. Imagine imagine if if they were to do like a basketball system where you can bring someone on, bring them off, bring them on. That's well, that's the U.S. system in, in high school and stuff. Yeah, you can just come <laughs> in and out whenever you want. And they've asked Pep about that. He said he would love it. And I, mm-hmm. I was just well, yeah, imagining yeah. imagine how crazy that would be. Yeah, like uh, fuck, his you know? tactics would. Oh, dude, that would be so. Oh, he would, yeah, he would go crazy. Yeah, yeah, but um, um, yeah. Um, anything else? On, any thoughts on that game, or any any other thoughts on just the the idea that you know players are getting injured at a criminally high rate? 
I mean, it's it's in the, it's written in the stone, isn't it? It's etched in. It's been happening for years, as Pep said, and it's not going to change. And this is the worst year for this to happen with COVID. Yeah. Um, and, and we're seeing it. We're seeing it. And we're going to discuss more. It's not a coincidence, man. It isn't. No, it's yeah. it's been st- statistically proven. And there's never been as many injuries in such a short amount of time. There's there's stats to prove it. I don't have it. There's season-ending injuries as well. Some, yeah. I mean, look at Van, Van Dyke. Dyke. Yeah. Well, that, that, that was due to just recklessness from Pickford. <laughs> right, but, right. Um, but like say in the grand scheme though, if he hadn't have to, if he didn't have to have run as much, maybe his ligament would have been stronger to resist. Maybe. I mean, maybe. but that's me just hypothetically, that's, right? Yeah. But um yeah, I mean the game was was as good as you want maybe as a neutral. Uh, you're like, "Oh, both these teams split a point. Good." Uh but yeah, man. I was a little a little salty cuz we could have won this game. Yeah. I felt like we slightly favored uh just cuz we had the clear chance that we missed. But you know, that's there, yeah, there's that, yeah, for sure. And um, um, but yeah, man. Yeah, both teams. I'm not mad at a draw, but uh, it was it was just very. <laughs> it's kind of tedious to watch at the end, to be honest with you. The last the last forty. The for rain sure. really made a difference too. Yeah, it changed everything. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Um, Arsenal versus Aston Villa. Arsenal last week picked up a win against United. Mm-hmm. Pretty good win. And uh, Villa had a two-game losing streak, I believe. Yeah. Um, look, I, I'm going to go out there and say this. Uh, uh, this might be kind of crazy, but I think Jack Grealish is the best English player in the game right now. Damn. Yeah. I, I You know me. I'm a big fan of him, so I'm not going to fight you on that one. But I just don't. I hate to... To, to generalize, right? No, to, to no, no, no. I, I'm just... You're right, almost, dude. Like, I just think Harry Kane. Like, Harry Kane, you know, it's... Neck and neck. They're neck and neck. And they're both tense, yeah. respectfully. Uh, for Jack well, Grealish is... Jack Grealish, I think, is more of like... Uh, oh, well, I mean, like, for their clubs. Like, no, 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 yeah. But, but positionally... But I think positionally, they're very sim- similarly based, even though Grealish pulls a little more from the left. Yeah. Whereas Kane is a little more centralized and a little deeper lying yeah. these days anyway. And more physical. Just obviously, off the Obviously an animal. Yeah. Yeah. You, you probably... There's probably only a handful of players that can mug him off a ball. Right. No. Yeah. And, they, and they'd have to be coming in at speed. Maybe Lukaku and Kyle Walker. That's a good battle. Anyway. Um, yeah. I think today, on any given day, those are the two best English players. Yeah, you, you you did correct me on that. I didn't think about Kane, but no, no. But you, you can make a case uh, for sure. He's the best midfielder um, right now. It's not. I don't even think it's close. It's crazy to think that Jordan Henderson won, won like Player of the Year from the Football Writers Association for whatever reason they did. And and Grealish was having a great season last season as well. Yeah, obviously not grabbing as many headlines because he's done it so consistently. And the and start is up to now. Aston Villa historically are a shit club. Yeah. And that's what makes him more impressive. Like, you think, what would Grealish do at a top six club? If Harry Kane is, has that luxury, well, we could only imagine what Grealish could do at a top six club. And um, there's been rumors that he, he might go to United. Arsenal fancy him. But really, I've noticed it's a trend. Every team fancies him. Every opposing player even who gives him daps, yeah, you know? And I feel like the extension that Aston Villa gave him this offseason was sort of a way of saying, like, if you guys want him, which we know you will, you're going to have to pay a ton of money for him. Yeah. He's probably going to head somewhere towards the $100 million region. Yeah, possibly even north of that. Or pound. If, yeah. if uh, 
if if what's who's his name? Sancho's worth like one thirty or whatever right now. I think he's surely worth at least one fifteen, one twenty. Yeah. So that. he's he's just raising his stock. Yeah. And he's no playing doubt. good every week. And uh, if he's not scoring, he's assisting. He's getting some assists that aren't even being counted due to offsides, like the one in this match. Um, and yeah, yeah, like the first play of the game. Mm-hmm. Forty. Yeah, I was. I remember watching the match and um, the the pass that he gave to uh, McGinn. Yeah. Uh, he was coming in from the left uh, left wing, and he just passes it toward. It was more. It was more of the shot that made the goal versus the pass. Mm-hmm. But it, it happened like in the forty first, forty fifth second, and the game didn't resume until five minutes later. Oh, because of the review, huh? Because of the review. And yeah, I, and to be honest, I feel, I feel like Aston Villa were robbed of a of a goal. Yeah, I mean, by the book, you can make a case that sure, it had to yeah. be called. But I, I hate those calls. Was in the way. I hate those calls. But though. it's yeah. like it's like he doesn't. The the keeper saw the goal. The keeper yeah. saw the ball. He wasn't blocking. Nah, nah. The view. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and credit to Arsenal. The scoreline wouldn't suggest this because they lost three to zero. But shut out. Um, Arsenal played really good. They created some some uh, uh, some uh, some attack. I don't think that I think Arsenal's biggest problem is that they've shored up on their defense so well. And again, the scoreline is not going to reflect that, but because it was like a couple of like one of those one-off goals, mm-hmm. you know, that they just happened to go in, or a couple of plays that, for whatever reason, just resulted in a goal. The one, I think, the second goal that Ross Barkley and Grealish created, hey. which I know I shit on, I shit on a, a bum about Ross Barkley, but <laughs> you know, he 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 had a really good through pass. Yeah. Um, a hockey pass for for the goal, but um, you know him him and uh, Grealish, I mean, seem to have like really good chem in the mid. Like they constantly do a build up where it's yours, mine, yours, mine, and then directly <laughs> eyes up trying to sure. look for somebody. Yeah. And and uh, it's more down to Grealish really, but I think uh, Ross Barkley really has found his place in this team. Which make of that a, you know what you will. He's at the middle level. Yeah, I mean, he was the bet the best form I've seen him in was at Everton. And then Chelsea bought the hype bottom. He wasn't able to, to succeed there, and that might be due to tactical reasons. But I think he's finding his groove again, and playing with Grealish has just given him a lot of options now. Uh, but, yeah, Ollie Watkins picked up two goals. Yeah. He's been actually one of the benefactors of playing with such a creative midfield. And, uh, man, those guys are just lucky yeah. to have players like that. And uh, yeah. Um, we'll just have to see where they go with it, you know. But, but, but as I was saying about Arsenal, is they, they, they've really worked on their defense a lot. But th- there's something missing creatively for the for the uh, offense. That and starts in the midfield for me, man. Yeah, exactly. And you know they're they're putting in party and El Neni, which is fine defensively, but there's nothing to go f- forward. Right. Obama Yang is suffering from a lack of balls uh, on the right. William doesn't really get the ball that much. I don't I don't really consider William to be all that creative, but I know he's really good. When he has the ball and he's able to finish, he, he likes the long shot. He's kind of like Coutinho. Yeah. If he sees a space, Oof, yeah. he's going to crack into the middle and, and take a shot. Yeah. Which is fine. But Lacazette, to me, is like you're playing with 10 men. Sheesh. Yeah, for real. I, I don't I don't know that Lacazette has a purpose on that pitch. Someone on Reddit said that he's like, are we going to stop pretending that Lacazette is not a... 
is not there just because he's good friends with Obama Yang. To be fair, he he was a, a really good player in a at a Lyon. But you know, I think the track record he has he had there warrants the high piece got him. But at Arsenal, he's been he's been you know trash. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's not really. I don't know, man. He's not really doing it. He's he's kind of uh, kind of shit. Yeah, he is. I mean, at times he's shown us that he uh, he's not quite able to finish those chances that most top strikers will, you know. Yeah. But you know, I he's definitely not on the level of Aubameyang, and I think he's proven that to us time and time again, man. Maybe he's just a backup, and that's what that's all he should be. Yeah. Um they're they're lacking in in the in the nine, mm-hmm. and Obama Yang is not a nine, obviously. Um, I I don't know I don't know what uh, what they can do to creatively jumpstart that because that that party Elneny is working out okay, but maybe Elneny needs to be dispensed for Shaka because he's really good at picking a pass or Ceballos, but Ceballos has started off so terribly this season that I don't. Man, maybe Saka got in his head after yeah. that, that clash. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that was um, that was uh. Oh, Inketia, Inketia, yeah. sorry. But yeah, uh, uh, well, Inketia could be your natural nine. He's a good Sheesh. striker. He's a good striker. I'm just waiting on on Martinelli to get freed, man, because he was the most exciting striker I've seen in an Arsenal uniform besides Aubameyang. Yeah, and it's yeah. been a while. Yeah, he had a pretty bad injury. Yeah, um, dude, sucks. But yeah, uh, Arsenal lose three to zero to Aston Villa, who, you know, kind of came off of their skid and and, and made a run. Uh, so moving on from that, we won't have a, a match week until the following week, which is the twenty first. It's too long, man. It's way too long. Not for me. All right, so we'll move on to La Liga. La Liga. Wait, the the international break is not too long for you. No, but I have I have Oh because of US? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. Oh. <laughs> nah yeah, definitely it's the US man. I'm a I'm a I'm a through and through US MNT supporter. American outlaws all the way, buddy. Don't tread on me. Yes, sir. But yeah, let's move on to La La Liga. Um maybe not not too many highlights for you. No, I'm afraid to um, say. We'll run through the scores and then we'll talk about what it is that's got my got my goose. Yeah. So first game was Celta Vigo on Friday against Elche. That was a one-one draw. Double hockey sticks. Uh, not much to say on that. Sergio Mina is one of my favorite young strikers in in Spanish football. He's on the fringe of getting call-ups to the national team, and this is a good start for him picking up a goal in the 30, 41st. Uh, they were kind of lucky to concede a, a penalty to Elche, uh, but yeah, Celta, that's kind of a, that's a game you should be winning, and I guess Celta is just, I think, barely going to escape that relegation zone, but, you know, we have to see. They play teams like Madrid sometimes or, or Barca and just have the game of their lives. You really never know. Um then we have uh, Wesca against Abar, another double hockey sticks, one one. Then I can't say too much on this one because I definitely was not about to watch that, and they split points as you might expect them to. I'm yeah. just probably more used to seeing goose eggs 
associated with these teams. Well, Last guys uh, did last with uh, six points, and uh, Abar's not too far up with uh, nine points. Abar. So they're both in relegation. Uh, how, uh, Abar is hovering above relegation zone. And West guys in dead last. Damn. Yeah, but again, that's not one that I'm going to get up for. Right, and then <laughs> after that, we had Barca against Betis. Uh, man. Betis is again one of those teams that play good. They have good players. They have a good system, but they're just not coming up with results. Yeah, they're unlucky to pick up that red for sure. Mandi. Yeah. Mandi Long. <laughs> Getting a, a sent off at the 60th. Um, you know, against a team like Barca, you need all 11 players. And if you don't, it's a tough game yeah. as it is. And uh, I'm not going to lie, Dembele looks really sharp coming back yeah, from injury. he really does. He could be the factor. United really fucked up in not going a little more out for him. Yeah, but it was always a risk, you know, given the injury. But, ah, man. That's he, assuming that he's going to Dude, for me, he's in the lineup. He's already, like, above Griezmann and players like that. He's just much better. Do you remember, like, you, you know why people shit on Dembele is because his price tag was so high. Yeah. But if people forget that there was a reason why his price tag was so high and he was so good. Yeah. Probably better than Sancho. Yeah. It, right? Like, yeah, I'd say he's more dynamic. He's faster. faster. Uh, Sancho's more of a trickster. But this yeah. guy has a bag of tricks too, so it's yeah. like fuck. So it's like they're neck and neck, but but you can make the argument that Dembele is, was more impressive than Sancho is now. Yeah, he's a lot more explosive. For um, sure, explosive is the, is the word. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think United really fucked up in not getting him, especially now that he's staying healthy, because I don't think he's had this run of health for for as long as he has now. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. No, no, it's been a while. And then, you know, Messi, um, people shit on him constantly for getting penalties. He scored from open play. Where you have Messi Finally. haters. Messi haters. Well, how many goals is that? I prefer not to speak. Six goals? Five goals? Four goals? Something like that. And one open play goal. I mean, who's counting, right? Well, we have to. <laughs> Especially with Messi. Yeah, um, but, you know, this I expected this to be more competitive. The sending off just makes it a, a different game altogether. And, yeah, man. I mean, it's worth saying that Messi scored the game in open play with 10 men. Against 10 men, I should say. So, or, so I don't know. Maybe it's, it's not the end-all, be-all for him. He needs to... I'm used to seeing Messi get hat-tricks, bro. What's going on? What's going on? I don't, uh, I don't think he's <laughs> he wants to be there. I ain't gonna be here. Damn. Yeah, we'll see how that pans out. Surely, uh, Coleman, I don't think is the guy, but you know this this result will kind of ollie him up, if you will. Yeah, it's one of those things that's gonna save your job, just like Ollie. Yeah. Yeah. Sevilla uh, beats Osasuna one to zero. As expected, right? Well, it was off penalty. Yeah, Lucas Ocampos is un crack. Dude. I don't think I don't think a lot of teams are going to be packing their box for Sevilla. Nah, nah, that's a team you go out to for the kill. Yeah, but if you have the facilities for that, if you're Osasuna, you might pack. Yeah, you might pack back because Sevilla, they do have decent players. You know, we forget, but Jesus yeah, is not dominated a, a possession. <laughs> yeah, as you'd expect them to. But Osasuna got more shots off. And more shots on target. Mm. Make of that a make of that what you will. 
not clinical enough. Yeah, and Atletico wins four to zero. They beat uh, Cadiz. Yeah, that's a tough one. Cadiz had had a pretty good run. Yeah, I mean, no shame in losing to Atletico. I, I would prefer it to They're be closer. They're in sixth place. Yeah. They're not bad. They're not bad. They're not bad at all. They got a good ball again, though. And yeah, Joao Felix they, spearheading they, it. They got handled. Joao Felix, man. What a player, huh? What a player. I'm not doubting anymore. He's a sold me. He opened it and he ended it. I oh, see no he's mas. so good, man. Yeah. I see no mas. No hay mucho que decir. Un crack. Un crack. Un crack completo, eh? Luis Suarez got his goal in. Luis Suarez might be up there with goal scorers this season. He's always they good for dominated that. dominated them. Shit. 67% possession. 17 shots, 7 on target. Uh, City gets more possession. Uh, yeah, well, City loves to, you know, just manosearla. Just play with their food, huh? They just sit there. And, <laughs> just, well, what can you do when teams are have like 12 guys in the pitch? Yeah. All right. Uh, Etafe versus Villarreal, 3-1. Uh, to one. Yeah, that's good. Villarreal finally getting results to go in their favor. They've yeah. kind of brightened their way yeah. through the season and so far, and they're, they're finally, yeah, finally coming up. Paco Alcacer. They're they're finally playing to their skill. Well, they're in second place. No kidding. Eighteen huh? points. Villarreal. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I'm hmm. thinking of you know what we're probably thinking of Valencia. <laughs> oh well, we'll we'll get to them. Because Valencia is playing decently, but they're, they're not winning and. Uh, Villarreal, Sociedad, Ooh. Atletico, and uh, Real Madrid are are in the top four. Yeah, Sociedad with, with good reason. We'll That's move crazy. on to their match. The uh, top six is Granada and Cadiz joining them. Wait, hold on a fucking second. Wait a minute. <laughs> How is? Hold on a second. I'm, I'm talking shit about Betis, but they're ahead of... Well, Barcelona has seven games. But Betis is in seven plays. No, well, they're, you know, El Ingeniero. He always finds a way. Uh, with a limited squad, too, he's been hampered by injuries. But yeah, but Barcelona is going to make up that difference. Madrid has a game in hand, and Atletico also has two games in hand. Sheesh. So it's going to be tough for these teams to stay up. It's going to be really tough. It's a long season. These, these motherfuckers it's are going to come in just hot. Huh? Bam, 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 bam. Pink, pink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next match, though, uh, Sociedad getting the 2 0 win on a. On Granada that, you know, you, you've kind of come to expect. I mean, I don't think they're that much better than Granada, but they are clearly better, and they've proven it. It shows on the table. David Silva playing really well. But Oyarzabal, uh deserves a shout, even though he scores a lot of penalties, but he's currently the leading scorer in, in La Liga. So big shout-out to him. He's become a mainstay in, in, in the national team, I should say. And, yeah. man, he's really good, dude. Like, I... I don't know what big clubs are doing, sleeping on him. They should have tried to sign him last year. Unless he's a Sociedad through and through, but this guy's really good, man. One for the future, as they say. Yeah, it's crazy that uh, that um, Sociedad is playing so good. Yeah. They're Yeah, they're they're not they're nuts. They're playing better than when they had Griezmann there and Vela. Well they were a good team then, but I mean even better now it's crazy, huh? Yeah, um, not much more to be said about them, really, because they're they're lights out right now, and yeah, they're actually playing really attractive football. Yeah, attra- there's, super there's, attractive. There's a little bit of shithousery from them as well, especially you, with the big teams. With, with Madrid, there there was some shithousery. You gotta respect it. I mean, it's it's all they got, man. Well, against those teams, yeah, they know that they can't compete player to player. 
So you got to figure it out. Mm. They tied, right, against Madrid? Yeah, they, they tied. I know they're going to grab their ankles against Barcelona. Yeah, I see for it. sure. I I see already, it. It's in the stars. David Silva, Pep player. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> He's going to for sure misplace a few passes. Visca <laughs> Barça. Do, 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 the, do the favor. Visca <laughs> Barça. Nah. All right, um, moving on, Levante versus Alavés. One-on-one. Um, one. Hockey sticks, like you say. Double yes, hockey sir. sticks. Double hockey sticks, yeah, man. Valladolid versus Bilbao. That's kind of a surprise to me. Yeah, Bilbao, Bilbao's playing bad this they're, season. Huh? They're not good. You'd expect them to be better. They're at nine points, which is kind of surprising. I figured they're less. Every time we talk about them, they're they're losing. They have a game in hand, fair enough. But I don't know. They're not good. Moving on from that, uh, this is the, I think this is the big one. The big uh, Valencia beats uh, Real Madrid four to one. Now there's headlines out there saying that there was. Uh, something of a spanking, something of a dominance, something of a destruction. Listen, man, when you get three penalties, I don't consider that destruction. Yeah, no, straight up, they they were unfortunate. There was two penalties that were maybe not even. Yeah, they were on the fence. They're questionable. Which fair? Madrid might have gotten those calls. Probably mm-hmm. would have gotten those calls. So I'm not uh, going to complain too much about them. Yeah, about the, it's the call unlucky. itself, but. To say that there was a destruction, that that there was a dominance, it's, it's just a scoreline that the makes score people line, think the scoreline is like whoa. I remember when I because I, I didn't I wasn't able to watch the game live. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember I hit in. you up. Yeah, <laughs> I checked in and I'm like, and I saw the Instagram post. It was uh, Ben's. Ben's just yeah. It was it was yeah, it was Ben's. You know, celebrating. And the scoreline said 4-1. I'm like, hell yeah. That's what's up. Like, yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. yeah but I looked at the little uh, emblems. Oh, I was like, and you saw that was a little bat with yeah. four and then Madrid with one. I'm like, Hold. You're like, this can't be right. Hold on a second. <laughs> Three penalties. Three fucking penalties. And Soler is going to celebrate every one of them like it's just a fucking This is a belter. guy. Okay, this is a guy that, that got two goals last season. Had one goal coming in. Yeah. After, uh, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let's see. He had one goal coming in, right? And Valencia has played. Shit, where are they? Ninth place. They, they've played all games. Yeah. And he's got one goal coming into. So he's got one goal in eight games. Two two goals last season, and he's celebrating them like he's like this yeah. badass. He's got the hair slicked he's back. Got, he's the... got like this, you know, Benzema goal streak going on. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah, he's Get celebrating that. Get out of here that. with that shit. Yeah, it was, it was an unlucky match for Madrid from all angles, own goals, yeah. penalties. And uh, uh, Madrid opened up the scoreline. Yeah, I thought well. they were going to run away with it. Because they were playing so good. Yeah. Madrid was so good. They were moving the ball. They were getting it up. And uh, Benz's goal was actually really nice. He had a really good strike on it. And then after the penalties, everything just kind of stagnated. Yeah. Because Valencia wasn't playing all that great. And Madrid wasn't obviously wasn't playing great. We weren't creating all that good. Yeah. Just it's bad passes, you, yeah. like heavy touches. You know, it's like playing after eating a hamburger, oh, basically. Yeah. You, know, you got the eyes. The eyes. Oh, man. I... You know, one you want to forget about for sure. One that you want to forget about, but you know, as much as we can hide the problems with with the penalties, 
Mm-hmm. You also have to address that there's something going on, right? In the locker room, you think? The, the midfield is a little a little weird. Defense is... Varane is shook, in my opinion, after that Manchester City debacle. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know if he's... It's I don't know if he's at even half of his confidence. Yeah. Because today with France, France lost 2-0. Yeah. And I think he was subbed on, fair enough, but... Not There's like something going on. There's something going on with the club. I don't know if they're tired of Zidane. Yeah. I don't even want to suggest mm-hmm. that because Zidane just commands so much respect. Yeah. Based on what he's done and how I mean, much he's won with the club. He has a good record with them too, so yeah. it's hard to pin it on him. Um, Hazard and Casemiro were out due to COVID protocol. They tested positive, I believe. Yeah. Um. I don't. I, I really don't know. <laughs> So I really, I really can't blame it on on one player. It could just be a blip, you know. It, well, there's there's also just the argument that uh, Marcelo isn't the guy. Yeah, and a lot well, of Valencia's attack was right field. Just focused. coming down his yeah his flank. He's he's really good attacking, but when when you want him to track back and get there, he's had a pretty steep drop off before he could make up with it with speed mm-hmm. and and just positioning. But now it's, you know, he's looking a little sluggish, a little lazy. Yeah. And um, that's the space that Ben Mendy can make up. He's not all that great crossing. He's not all that great dribbling. But you know he's going to be right there in terms of defense. Um, so that maybe maybe that's that's what, what we can uh, pin it on. But it's, it's tough to, to excuse four goals regardless of how they come. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I mean, you know, I guess my my parting thoughts are, I guess, the good news is they scored first. First and yeah, foremost, yeah, yeah, of course. Unlucky to concede the three. I think this is like this is a reality check for them because they had been doing pretty decent up until then, getting a few draws. But you know, it's one of those things. One thing I will say about uh, Valencia, and it's probably their their brightest spot of the season, is that uh, Musa is. So good. U.S. national. He's decent. <laughs> nah, I, I rate him, bro. Yeah, he's 16, super. 17? Yeah, 17. Uh, uh, has played for the English uh, youth setup. And I don't know how or why we've been blessed that he's chosen the U.S. He's um, Ghanaian as well. So he can play for those three teams and he chose the U.S., is there some money being slipped under the table? I don't know. I can't speak on yeah, that. Maybe his parents have a new nice home. Yeah. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. But no, yeah, he's a, a top player, and he almost had his goal too, but Soler uh, kind of scowled him. Got the, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got so the Soler missed the first penalty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, it, it bounced off the, the post. Off the iron. And uh, Musa was there to clean it up, mm-hmm. much to uh, Courtois' chagrin, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you know it looked like a good goal. In mm-hmm. my opinion, it was a, a a goal. It was yeah. I thought it was gonna stand, but I guess they call it cro- encroachment. Encroachment, yeah, that's what um, they called. Yeah. But he scores it, and uh, you know they're celebrating and whatnot. But so let it, you know he's kind of giving him a side eye, like haha, like cool, you scored, but you know, like, <laughs> that was supposed to be mine. Like I'm, he, a, he, I'm he, a bum, so I don't know. I don't know how to feel happy about other people scoring my goals. Whoa, yeah, he did cock up the the rebound too. So yeah, yeah, so exactly. You can't so be that mad. is not a good player. 
you know, and the well, what, what can you expect from Valencia? But Musa turns out to be a gem for the U.S. team, and um, oh, I'm so excited to I, see. I, I feel um, from what he showed me, probably second best, third best of the national team. Is he called up? Yeah, he's going to be playing tomorrow. Okay, so yeah, he. I I feel like he's right behind Pulisic or, or Dest. Yeah, uh, I might even throw Gio Reyna ahead of him. Barely. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But that, yeah, no, he's he's already up in the top five easily. Easily. Yeah. And uh, he, he's a man for 17. Oh, dude. It's crazy. He's it's, good. He's man. good. He's solid. He's actually one of those guys that I'm going to praise early from the U.S. that I haven't given, that I didn't give Pulisic, that I'm not giving Des just yet. Um, but Reyna, he can... No, nah, just Reyna's fine. <laughs> You know, I, I just like his skill set. Oh, we'll get I, I, like, I like his te- technicality. Yeah, 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 we'll talk about U.S. In, in just a second. Right, right. I think that was the last game of the of the um, Spanish uh, Empire, uh, the Spanish League. Um, any any parting thoughts that that we kind of glossed over? Um, no, no, I think that uh, I gla- I touched on everything. Yeah, on the Spanish yeah. League, not not the most exciting league so far. But you know, yeah, it's just tough. There's just something still missing, mm-hmm. and I, I can't quite put my fucking finger on it. Is it is it the lack of like Ronaldo, Messi, what we're used to? Uh, I don't I don't think it's just that. I think these clubs. I think it's just hard to focus on just due to play. There, no one's all that great. Maybe Atlético. But they had that. They yeah. had that couple game draw where they weren't scoring and they weren't winning. Yeah, they they they. Real Madrid. Up here, yeah, I think it is the t- the big boys aren't playing to the level that they're supposed to. And we're I, used to dominance, right? Right. And I don't think the big boys have a big boy playing for either side that's going to carry the team and yeah. get a hat trick every other week. You yeah. Know? And I don't really care about the hat tricks. I care about just, just well, one my team is plays to the level that they're supposed to. On paper, they're better than everybody. Maybe not Atletico. Maybe not Barca. Barca on paper is lacking. <sighs> they're lacking. But they have the goal. They do have the goal. No. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> no, I get you that, yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on from that. And then um, uh, international m- match week as it stands. Um, we can run through the scores, I guess. The major ones, yeah, because there's a lot of games. There's a lot of games, man. I don't really care about that too much. All right. <laughs> um, Turkey versus Croatia. Croatia is a semifinalist for the World Cup. I guess we can bring that up. Right. Three to three. Congratulations, Turkey, on your tie and uh, your new lad. Whoa. <laughs> Netherlands versus. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky. Cheeky. Uh, If you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you you don't have geopolitical ideology, well, that one might have gone over your head. Uh, uh, Netherlands versus Spain. This was was the big one. I actually took Spain uh, to win it. Uh, Oh, shit. My bad. Now you get it. Spain, I think on paper, as was like one of those teams that should be better than most. Other than maybe France or yeah, just one of the most technical squads. Out yeah, there. Um, they drew one to one. Yeah, Netherlands. To be fair, they're not they're not a a, a cakewalk because they do have a lot of talent, but they're one of those teams that's going to take out their stars in the first half mm-hmm. for the second half. It's crazy how how well Van de Beek does for Netherlands and not quite so much yet for United. I feel like I don't hear enough of them. I I, I feel like. You have Mata, you have Bruno, 
Pogba mm. even. Pogs. You're surplus. Yeah. You're not, you're not defending like McTominay or Matic would or Fred even. And you and you can't create to the level of Bruno or Mata. So, mm. you know. Yeah. He's got youth on his side. But youth, and he, he's he's a pretty good uh, finisher. I mean, he gets in good spaces. Yeah, yeah, of course, and that's and that's exactly what he did for Netherlands today. He got in a good space and and he scored. Right. Um, you know the Canales who plays for Betis, I believe. Yeah, he's yeah Betis. probably their second best player after Fekir. Yeah, he's good. He's really good. Yeah, he's, he's good. Saw his goal in today. Um, I don't know. I think I think this is even though it's a friendly. I think it was a loss for Spain. Yeah. Tying. Yeah, yeah. Right. They have better talent. I, I don't know how well they played or if they had. I didn't really even actually check what lineup they fielded. But, you know, friendly, they're not going to approach it with the same kind of, uh, you know, tenacity that they would if it was a Euro or a qualifying game. But Which is know. confusing because this, this weekend is half friendly and half qualifying. Uh, League of Nations. Oh, okay. So this is kind of like a warm up, or whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's see who who they start. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, no. See, they should have probably got more out of this game. Truthfully, yeah. Asensio was on. Morata. They're, they're a better team on paper. Yeah. It's crazy how they give Rodri that center mid spot. Uh, I don't know if he's man, that I guy. Think I, I don't know why Rodri even got called up. Oh, no, I, I think he deserves a call-up, but I don't know. I don't know think he's that good. Rodri, for, let's say for his city, he's the weak link. But that's, I think that's I just because... I to think of a worse player that gets starting time as much as he does that's worse. Mm, I don't know, man. He's a unit. He's a unit. He's like more of a defensive-minded center back. He's not going to uh, wow you with attacking skills. He's more I, deep lying. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I think I think when you guys start him, you're starting with 10 players. Oh, man. I don't think he's that good. He's not technical. I mean, to be fair, he, he only well, has a year. A pep team needs technicality, and he's not the guy. Technique, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know. Anyway, moving on from that. I know I'm being harsh on Rodri. I don't think he's a great player. Sheesh. <laughs> Keep going, right? Uh, uh, Belgium versus Switzerland. Belgium, just based on the fact that they're a, a pretty big team. Uh, Batshuayi got got a brace. Yeah, he got his goals. Yeah, they were down 1-0, and, and he won. Um, okay, moving on. Germany versus Czech Republic. Uh, Waldschmidt. Don't know who he is. No, no. Are I, you familiar with him? No, no. I, I don't really follow German football a whole lot. And I I feel like I have seen that name before. I just can't quite put my finger on it's it. It's probably better than Werner. Whoa, no. Werner is uh, <laughs> probably the best young German striker available right now. Yeah, he hasn't sold me. Well, Italy versus Estonia. You know, as you would imagine, Italy gets four goals in. Mm-hmm. Estonia is just not one of those teams. Portugal. 7-0 against Andorra. You know, Pedro Neto, Paulinho, Renato Sanchez, Garcia, Ronaldo, and Felix all get on the board. Yeah, crazy, huh? Uh, Ronaldo's getting closer to the record of international goals, which I think he's going to pass by a, a lot. Yeah, when you play Andorra. Yeah, when you play Andorra. Gibraltar. Yeah, Gibraltar. Luxembourg. Yeah, Luxembourg. Yeah, exactly. Estonia. Poland beats Ukraine, which is sort of a derby, derby for them. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of surprised. Um, yeah. Poland, uh, Piatek is, is one of those strikers who was kind of like Jovic, touted to be a great, like, 
striker and never kind of came about, man. Sure. But he's scoring for national team, so there must be some truth to the hype. Yeah. Big the big upset was <laughs> Finland beating France. Fuck. France couldn't get out Clean of the uh, France just couldn't do it. They got dumped. That two piece in the two piece in a biscuit. Yes, sir. Easy money for uh, them. Yeah, easy money. So moving on to CONCACAF, we got a couple of friendlies going on with uh well with the the US who we haven't really seen in a good long while. Um I'm I'm curious to know about your your opinion on uh on US's uh on US's uh chances on on the you know the team in general. Yeah, I really like this team. This is the most unique team we've ever seen by far. Uh first time I have seen like a team called up with strictly European players and Conmebol players. Is the things like one or two. Uh but yeah, man, I'm super excited. Um there's been a lot of lineups tossed up about who's going to start. Um, probably the most... Well, let's, it's, it's important to say Pulisic probably won't be available. Just, He's not. Just uh, out of precaution. Um, but yeah, yeah, he left the team. Yeah, he left the team, yeah, because of the hamstring injury. Um, so you got Zach Steffen starting at goalie. Dest at right back. Chris Richards, who plays at Bayern, uh, center back. John Brooks, who plays at Wolfsburg. Robinson at left back, which he plays at Fulham. That that whole back line is pretty solid. I, I can't wait to see what they can do. Um, and then, you know, this is the interesting part. They have uh, Adams and McKinney holding down uh, kind of more of a center defensive kind of role. And they have Musa um, playing in the center mid as well, but on the right side. So kind of like a right center mid. And then the front three would be like Reyna, Timo way on the left wing, and then uh, Jacini uh, at, at the starting striker or sergeant, you know, whoever you prefer. Uh, well, sergeant, sergeant actually wasn't called up, so it would have to be Conrad De La Fuente maybe. Oh, why he, is he getting called up? Uh, he hasn't he, even played. He plays for Barca. Yeah, but he hasn't played. But the touch of La Masia, you know, you just you'd kind of hope that he's a, a baller, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, we play Wales, and I think um, this is a very experimental squad. Burr Halter has never coached this team, so I will expect some hiccups. But I think we can come out with the dub. I can't wait to watch Gio Reyna, well, man. Wales, man, they're they're while they're not a they're not an easy team. I don't think they're the team that they were for the Euros. Yeah, of course. Let's say, you know, Gareth Bale at the peak of his powers. Yeah, and Ramsey, he's not quite there anymore. Wow, Ramsey. I never rated him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough one, but uh, I'm excited. I'm super excited. And my favorite it's player. It's still a challenge for the U.S. It's not all that cut and dry where they're going to win. Yeah, I, I think it was four four two today came out with a top 10 list of the best playmakers in the world, and Gio Reyna ranked seven. I think uh, first place was Thomas Muller. Second place was De Bruyne. Oh, uh, like, oh, okay. Yes. Chances created. And, yeah, create. Yeah, and, uh, and then somewhere that. in there, Grealish was in there. Anyways. Uh, Fernandes. I think he was in there as well. Uh, a few other players. But my point is, like, he was the only young guy in there at seventh place. And I was like, man, th- this cat is, is the tr- he's the truth, you know? And I just really can't wait to watch him play. We'll see. We'll see how the results come out. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you... And are you seeing a win? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I shouldn't say for sure, but it's just, I've never seen this team play. But, you know, I'm confident. I'm a U.S. fan. I'm going to say, yeah. Uh, defensively is, is going to be the biggest question mark uh, because we don't really know. We don't really know uh, 
I think Wales is is the best they got is going forward, and I don't. I'm not too convinced by their defense. I think we'll be able to break through. Yeah, um, I think I think the U.S. They're, they're pretty well well set for for a win. I don't really necessarily believe in Weston McKinney. Mm. I don't really rate him all that high. I think he's there out of circumstance. I don't just just because he plays luck. for Juve. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Um, where was he before in um, Schalke Four? Schalke. Yeah, he was a uh, he. Their captain. Yeah, I don't. Ooh, you don't really have too much faith in him. He's gonna learn the hard way. Uh, McKinney is kind of like Mascherano. He's a center. Oh, 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 oh. You said the M word, huh? Yeah, he's just a ball fighter. Is, uh, is he is he willing to tear his asshole for the team? Oh uh, well, I wouldn't go that far. That's exactly. Uh, so don't 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 don't, don't call him Mascherano. <laughs> Damn, don't, he really don't, did Don't bring that. him How does that happen? Ow. Well, Any. slide tackle. You know your butt cheeks spread. Oh, I could go- see it, man. I could see it. Nah, that man. must not feel good. No, but ah oh, man, that's terrible. That's ice cream for days. Sheesh, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Ooh, yeah, ooh. but um, yeah, so the things I'm, we do for our club, for yeah. our nation, nations. <laughs> Facts, but um, yeah, we'll see. You know, I think the the next thing up that we sh- maybe should talk about is England. Come on, England. Uh, England on. is a pretty significant country that. You know, we follow the Prem and we follow La Liga and everything else kind of falls in between from Europe. Yeah, they're a great colonial power. Yeah. Fucking hell. They've cost, they've, they're, they're the leading cause of Independence Days. Sheesh. Um, England's national team isn't that bad. Oh, they're really good right now. I like them. Phil Are Foden. they a favorite for the Euros? I'm rooting for them the most out of any team for sure, but I don't know if they're favorites. France they, is should, they have to be up there, right? They're in the top, top four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Top three, maybe. I, I still have France, Spain. Ah, Germany's like a toss up, really, because yeah, I don't know what you to can't believe. Really tell with, with Germany anymore. Yeah, but yeah, they're they're definitely in the conversation more so than in previous years. I'm I'm looking at. Um, I don't know if this is the most up to date list for keepers. Uh, it's Pickford, Pope, Henderson, Hendo. Yeah. And out of the bunch, I think Hendo is the best one, but just out of seniority, he's not going to make it Nah, pick, as a starter. Pickers, pickers. That's my pickers, guy. Man, he, he's going to be chopping up legs. And England's playing Ireland, which is which is a rivalry all in of its own. Yeah. Uh, Tyrone Means, Eric Dyer, Joe Gomez, who picked up an injury, Kyle Walker, Michael Keane. Whoa. Cody. Cody. Hey, what's up, brah? Mike Lynn The Wolves player. Oh, Cody's actually babysitting Phil Foden. How about that, huh? <laughs> yeah, Fuck off, Cody, Sarah, yeah. Gareth Southgate. Yeah, so go on, go on, say, say your piece. Yeah, so Phil Foden, yeah, he's a young guy. He likes to gallivant. He likes to smash. Don't we all? <laughs> Shagger FC. He's, he, yeah, Shagger FC he's young. He's young. Starter. And he got, I get it, it's COVID, there's protocols, but man, these guys are already playing fixtures against players that are playing in so many different leagues. The risk is there. I get it. He shouldn't have done that. But to have, you know, Connor Cody babysit him, like having a chaperone at a high school dance, the fuck is that, man? This guy was one of the best creative midfielders the team has got behind maybe Jack Grealish. It's the only guy I'd put him behind. I think he's better than Mason Mount. I think Hendo has seniority on him and has more defensive capabilities. But after that, he's kind of a pick a pass too, man. Well, I, I think, think you underrate Hendo. 
Oh, no, Hendo's good. I oh, know. I'm saying Hendo should start. That's the only, I'm saying Grealish and Hendo are the only players I don't put oh, okay. Foden ahead right, of. Right. Mason Mount, I think, I think Ma- Foden's I don't, better. I don't, I don't think Mason Mount deserves a call-up. You'd rather have Ross Barkley? I, honestly, yes. Yeah, low-key. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Honestly, yes. Finally, we can agree on that. Uh, yeah, I don't know if Mason Mount is... I don't know why he's on the team, but... He's not an, He's a championship-level player. Jeez. Damn. That's harsh. He's, he's there <laughs> because... He he he, shag, he 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 he's a ball shagger. Whoa! For um, Lampardino. Uh, for well, what team was it? Uh, Derby. Derby. Yeah. Derby County. Yeah. That's the only reason why he's there. Man, Mason yeah. Mount doesn't deserve a call up. Not one bit. Should they? Should England go with the two striker formation or just start one striker? And who would it be? Is it Harry Kane? Is it Danny Ings? Is it Calvert Lewin? Calvert Lewin with that with uh, Harry Kane at the ten. Mm. Or, or a two-striker formation with Harry Kane lying a little deeper. And uh, Danny Ings is just twiddling his thumbs on well, the bench. Well, Danny, Danny Ings, I don't I don't think he got a call-up, did he? Oh, he didn't? Oh, he should have. No, he's not there. Man, that's I don't that's see him tough. on the list. Yeah. So he's that's just twiddling. A, that's tough. For, for Danny Ings not to be on there and Mount to be, Mount there. To be there. Even Declan Rice, to me, is borderline. <laughs> and Michael Keane, huh? Michael Keane. Well, he's a defender. Those guys so are all fringe. They can, they, can, they can battle out. But uh, Saka, I think, based on the last few games, doesn't really deserve a call. Is Tammy Abrams there? Or No. No, he's not on that list. Dang. That I see. So, oh, no, no, no. I'm lying. Yeah, he's there. Tammy okay, Abrams. yeah. See, I don't know if I'd put Tammy Abrams ahead of Danny Ings. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, when they put Rashford, it's MBE. He's knighted, man. <laughs> Fuck that guy. What? Nah, I just can't. No, he's, a, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's great just, guy, great player. He's just a rival is all. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll have to string up that. I'll accept it. Um, but, yeah, it's bullshit that uh, Connor Cody is is babysitting Foden. What you, what you have to do as a manager is let him do his thing. If he fucks up again, that's when you put him in the doghouse. And that's when you put him, when you give him a chaperone. After that, he keeps making the same mistake. You get him out, just like Benz, just like Bob one for you know. For the problem is, friends. Foden's going to going to become undeniably good to the point where they have no choice whether to start him. I don't care if he's shagging the whole town. You start him. You start him. Not for, yet for these times. I think a year ago, that's acceptable. You don't care for these times. You can't keep doing that, man. But. That's just the thing, man. You just can't keep you just fucking. Just gotta up. wear a mask and. Yeah, I get it. I get it. it's uncomfortable. It's stupid. It's it's annoying. Whatever. But you don't keep making the same stupid ass mistake. Um, all right. So having said that, England plays Ireland. In Ireland. I'm not gonna look up their squad because I don't give a fuck. They're going down. They're shite. They're shite, mate. They're not great. They've never really been great. Let's be honest. They've had a few good players I over think the time. The World Cup '90 and '94, they were decent. I wasn't even born yet. How about that, huh? But yeah, Ireland, man. I'm sorry. It'd be cool if like the whole United Kingdom could, if England could claim Irish players, maybe bring <laughs> a few on. But, yeah, that's not going to happen, man. Not going to happen. Not a fucking chance, mate. All right. And then the second team that we wanted to talk about is... El Chucky Lozan. Oh, not yet? No, yeah, yeah. Mexico beats our our compatriots, uh, South Korea. Aneseo! 
That's a tough one for for South Korea to do this a favor. Kamsaida, Kamsaida. But Sonaldo is gonna have different different plans, sure. And and honestly, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, said that Mexico is a better team. Come on, let's be real. Let's be real. Who do they got besides Sonaldo? No, you're right. I'm not. I'm not gonna <laughs> deny that one. But Rome you know, Bendis. One of those things about the South Korea though is Back that they'll freaking just like play out of their skin. But I mostly see this in the World Cup. But um, yeah, no, Mexico should win though. It's uh, it's. I think their attack is too strong going forward. I Korea isn't known for their defensive prowess. They got. They're not known for forward. anything except creating really amazing electronics and pretty good movies. But let's be honest, Sonaldo walks into that Mexico squad, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, he would be the best player, probably behind yeah. Jimenez. But yeah, Tecatito maybe. Mm, maybe I want to see Tecatito go to another league. But yeah, I think be. Tecatito between the U.S. and Mexico is the best player. Oh no, I don't agree with that. But who? you can make a case. Who? who else? Pulisic. <laughs> Pulisic has done it in Germany, England. I, mean, I would put Jimenez and Tecatito above. Nah, man. I mean, Tecatito's good, but, like, I'm not going to judge him off of Porto. Like, if he can do it at another, like, at a bigger league, then, yeah. But he's been doing it year in, year out. Having said that, the fact that he hasn't been picked up by a bigger team is, maybe I can see your concern or your questionability about him. Yeah. No, he's solid. But just a year ago, we were like, Tecatito, he leaves us with a lot to desire. He's having a good season, but let's see it for an extended amount of time and maybe at a better squad. Which he's shown out. No, he has. He has, for sure. I'm not taking that away, but to, to put him ahead of certain players, Jimenez is, is clear of him, in my opinion. I mean, and he's I done feel it for like Jimenez has had a rough start to uh, to the league. Yeah, the it's situational. Well, four games, four goals, I mean, um, over eight games. So that's... <sighs> yeah, it's a tough one. It's, it's tough, it's tough, yeah. Tecatito is one of my f- favorite wingers, though, from the CONCACAF, as is. I'll tell you that, but... I can't put him ahead of certain players yet, but he Jimenez has done it for a more consistent amount of time, and then Pulisic has too. I don't. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, for Pulisic, Pulisic had a run of like a good three months. No, no, he's had three years. Even at Dortmund, if you look at his his, his play at Dortmund, he was playing really good. Man, there's a reason why Chelsea spent okay, all that money. A year. On a year nah, total. Tecatito's nah. had a long time playing nah, in, the, bro. in Porto. He, I mean, Pulisic's, Pulisic's been at Chelsea for a year, and then two years before that, he was lighting it up. And I and wouldn't say he was lighting it up. He was their best winger outside of Dembele. Um, you know, Dembele is a world beater as it yeah, is. Um, yeah, Dembele is like levels. Yeah, you know, well, of Pulisic. course, of course. But, like, I don't know if I'll say Tecatito's better, man. But you know that's that's a you you could say it, but it's just hard for me too when he's only done it for about a year. The good thing about Pulisic is that he's younger, a lot younger. If Pulisic could stay healthy, it would it would be clear. But yeah, I'll give it to you know it's up for grabs because he can't stay healthy. So that's that's the concerning part. Um, Mexico, I don't I don't really have much to say. I mean, they're stable. They're they're a good squad, and they're they've stable, been winning their most you know, teams. When you, when you play against South Korea and Japan, it's not really a really good barometer because traditionally those two countries, Korea, they might have developed a f- maybe two players that are good. Um, nah, Song barely. And, yeah, I can't I can't think of another one. I know there's another one there, and then Japan, they they really haven't de- developed anybody of note Cause other than Takefusa. Yeah, Takekubo. Yeah. But even then, I don't. Well, he's, probably, he's starting that team for sure. But. How about Minamino? 
Oh, Minamino too. Is he a <laughs> ja- Japan international? I don't know, man. I wouldn't be able. That's to a tough you. one. That's like, <laughs> no. He's I think he's a starter. No, he's, for Jap- Japan. he's Japanese. He's Japanese. Yeah. Yeah, but you know those two teams, we should be able to steamroll over. But I know we won't because we played to the love of our opponents. We'll um, so yeah, that, that's pretty much it for international focus. Anything else that we need to discuss? Nah, I think that uh, that hit every every note. That wraps it up. Um, yeah, next week we'll talk a little more. I guess international break because there's not much else going on, so I'll try and watch as much as possible, as hard as it is. But we'll do like a Q and A focused one. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get good questions and. Yeah. We'll we'll come up with 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 some fun shit too because uh, there's not a whole lot to discuss when an international break is going on. So we'll 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 think of something, and uh, we just want more questions. That's all. Um, I think that's it for today. Yep. Uh, Henry, uh, what's your Twitter? Henry Two Live. Henry Two Live and Henry the Eighth. Yeah, on, on Instagram. Instagram. I'm Nestor Lucid underscore Ness on Instagram. Yes, sir. Uh, thanks for listening, and we're gonna listen to um, someone Costa right now. Y'all take it easy. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.